0: better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello and welcome to Just Films and That. This is the podcast where we celebrate films that we think might be underrated underappreciated or we just wanted to talk about them i'm your host for this week josh hallam i'm here as i am every week with the wonderful alice oliver alice hey there hi guys Uh, we're going to be talking about a film of alice's choice this week which is catfish the documentary movie which then spawned the tv show from 2010 so let's see what we think Okay. Alice. Josh. Bit bit of something different this week.
1: Well, this is what I thought. I thought it was about
0: time. You're rooting around in the takeaway menu thing in your house. And you're thinking, I'm I'm, I'm a bit sick of this, I'm a bit sick of that. Let's try that place that we tried that one time.
1: Something totally different.
0: Something a bit different. It's a documentary. We've not Mm -hmm. done a documentary before. Mm -hmm. So, tell the lovely people listening... What is Catfish about and why did you pick it for this?
1: So Catfish is about a young man who starts a kind of online relationship uh, with a young girl who's an artist. She's been Mm -hmm. painting uh, photographs that he has had published. He obviously finds this very flattering. He thinks, oh, this eight-year-old girl is really talented. Abby, her name is. So they sort of become like pen pals, almost. Um, He then starts speaking to her mother and then her sister. He becomes quite romantically attached to the sister. She posts a lot of photos on Facebook. She is very attractive. She's very talkative. And they seem to really like each other. The problem is that this sister, Megan, she doesn't actually exist. It's the mum, Angela, Or the whole time. She's basically she's made about sixteen different Facebook profiles to kind of catfish Neve and to get her to think that actually she is this girl Megan and to continue their relationship. So once Neve kind of figures out or that this is what's going on. He sort of, you know, tries to figure out, well, why? How has this happened? Why has she done this? And it basically climaxes with them going to her house because they have her address Mm. uh, because they've been sending her stuff. Like, he'll Mm. send her photographs for the daughter, Abby, to paint. So they turn up and they kind of get a confession out of the mum, out of Angela. She says, you know, no, it it was me the whole time. There is no Megan and all these people, all these profiles were all just me. And their spawns, the word catfish, which has become iconic. It's become synonymous now with the idea of someone pretending to be someone else online to get you into a romantic relationship with them or even Mm. to just be a friend like a a catfish can be a friend gain
0: something themselves in some way or whatever and so
1: he they kind of created this whole notion and obviously now we've got the TV show which is still going, I love the TV show I still watch it, the reason I picked this one was, like you say, I wanted to go for something a little bit different, I also do think, I think it's a bit underseen and I Mm. think it's a little bit underappreciated as well, I don't think it's underrated, it did pretty well across the board really but I don't know if anyone's still watching it I I feel like people are watching the TV show but I don't even know if people know that there was a film do you know what I mean and people just don't seem to talk about it it never comes up so I was like okay let's go back let's watch it and Interesting to watch it now, having seen how the TV show has evolved. Like it's in around its eighth season now, and mm. it has evolved from what it once was. Still with the same principle at its core, which is finding out, uh, you know, helping people discover who it is they've been speaking to online. Um. So, had you seen this one? I assume you'd heard of it.
0: So yeah, so I'd heard of it. I, I, I my honest answer <laughs> of if I've seen it before is I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, so my girlfriend likes the series i've seen episodes of the series i've always enjoyed it when i've watched it i've not religiously yeah. watched it but i've always enjoyed it when it's been on because um, it's quite an interesting concept isn't it you know why it it's not i think i think it is a concept because it's a reality show isn't it essentially yeah yeah it's the sort of thing people i think can be quite sniffy about and, and label mm. it as trash and that sort of thing because some reality tv is and you know i i've said before i don't like certain reality tv shows i struggle with them and stuff but this isn't one of them i think it's interesting because what what is interesting about is what would drive somebody to do this Mm -hmm. because if you're not trying to con somebody to get something for yourself that is you know money something then why are you doing it something must drive someone to do something like this in terms of had I seen it before, to answer your question in a very roundabout way, is I've definitely seen bits of it before. But yeah, I like don't some know if it was familiar, sort
1: of yeah, thing. yeah. But
0: I don't know if that's because my partner's in the film, mm-hmm. seen the film, because she's definitely seen the film, because she told me she had, or if it's because they layer bits of the film into the series, you know, sometimes like they mm-hmm. cut back to it or whatever. Because, so those who haven't seen the show, Neve, who is the, the subject of this documentary, is the host of the documentary basically so yeah. he goes around helping people who think that they are being catfished by other people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I had I definitely you know I knew what to expect I knew what happened mm-hmm. in it because my partner had watched it before and I was really interested to watch it start to finish regardless of if if I'd seen it before. And mm-hmm. like we've already touched on it is our first documentary I've been thinking for ages about a documentary to pick and I've got a couple on my list. This wasn't Ooh, one interesting. of them. Yeah, yeah because you know because we're running out of ideas, Alice. No, no it's not that. As in. Right, listen, no.
1: my list is about six yeah, years no, long. No, yeah, same,
0: same, same. I think I think I die of old age before yeah. I got through all the all the films we want to do. If, well, unless we start doing one a day instead of one a week or whatever. Oh but wow, we don't imagine? have the time. Once we've both retired, yes, and we're making it. A, a daily podcast. That's when we'll
1: hit our stride. Because
0: the problem with films and covering them is, and I don't know if anyone listens to this knows this, but is they keep fucking making films <laughs> so, so there's always new ones to talk about anyway so you've re-watched this well we have both mm-hmm. watched it you've re-watched it what did you think
1: so I did enjoy it and I did think it was quite strong and quite powerful in a lot of areas so the main thing that I wanted to kind of re-examine and the main reason that I feel like it's a bit underappreciated is because of what Neve is doing in this he is Fully exposing his emotions, mm. his his thought process, his romantic life—he's just laying it all out there for everyone to see. And I feel like that is kind—I of, uh, don't mean to sound wanky, as you would say—but it's pretty brave. <laughs> I think yeah. that's pretty brave yeah, yeah, and it's pretty brave. It's pretty bold what he was yeah. doing. And you've got to remember, this was just before social media really did its thing and changed yeah. our lives yeah, you know yeah. for, for good uh, I mean not for good as in good or bad I mean it you know indefinitely permanently um, <laughs> yes exactly uh, so it was before Instagram it's before TikTok like it's not uncommon now to to go on social media and see someone laying it all out there telling you every single little detail about their life you know oh, I've just been broken up with oh here's a video of me crying like just that's jacked so...
0: feeling pretty mellow
1: exactly and that's. <laughs> (laughs) all over the place now but at the time it wasn't so i feel like what he's doing here is just so bold and Mm. takes a lot of guts and he allowed it to happen so i was really interested to see him again i have a lot of affection for him like i say i really enjoy the show i think what he does is great he has a wonderful way about him because obviously the reason that they started the tv show was because they got so much correspondence after the film came out of people saying oh my god this exact same thing has happened to me like and, and all this so they thought right well there's there's something here isn't there there's something to this there's people to help and the way he conducts himself I just think is really really mature really really understanding So that was kind of the main thing. The other thing as well is that there's some really strong editing in this and the way that they construct the scenes because obviously they're working with very little, really. So they do a good job of trying to keep you engaged and keeping the edits up there. They use things like photographs, paintings, Google Maps, web pages, text messages and messages that they send to one another online. And this does a really good job of keeping you engaged and keeping you wanting to watch more because on, on paper, the concept it does sound it can sound a little bit bland and it's yeah. like how do yeah, you make yeah. this exciting yeah. but they found a way to do it
0: i thought it's very visual
1: yeah it, it, it does is. a
0: really good job of telling a visually engaging story cuz probably because the subject matter is quite boring really if you think about mm. it not well not boring but if it was just people in a hotel room figuring stuff out or people in an apartment figuring stuff out it would be a 20 minute half an hour Documentary, right? So, yeah. so like you say, what they do is they they show maps, text messages, pictures, photos, videos. They use a, a really interesting use of music as well. I thought there's a sort of metronomic music that goes all the way through it, which mm. felt a bit like um some a, a mixture, really, of things like the, some Pixar films do it. They use sort of mit- a, a metronomic ticking type music, mm-hmm. and uh, it reminded me a little bit of some Woody Allen films as well. You know, that's, uh, that yeah. that sort of use of music to to Give dark subject matter a lift, really, I mm. suppose, is what I'm trying to say. And even yeah. things down to little bits, there's little bits of detail and editing that they do, like you said, which gives a charm to it. Like, I know this is a really daft thing, but I I always have a bit of a soft spot for when a film alters the studio logo. Okay, Yeah. You know, because at the beginning they changed the Universal logo to to look all pixelated and and look like a right.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: You know, look like it would be on Facebook, and then that's when yeah. that music comes in, and I always find that a personalised touch for the film. I guess I, okay. I, it's just yeah. something that endears me to a film. So, what did you think about it overall? Then, like, what is your impression of it? Yeah, I was um, it, enjoyed it mostly overall. I think it was okay. a really good use of the documentary format for the sort mm-hmm. of things we were just talking about there in the. It's vi- it's a visually compelling story. I think a lot of documentaries can sometimes fall into into two camps, which is they can be quite isolating for people who then think that the subject matter is too niche or too intellectual, so it isolates them a little bit. Or the other way is people think it goes a bit trashy, mm-hmm. which is something we said before. That's not, some, not something necessarily I think, but, it, but I do think people... Can avoid documentaries for those reasons, but mm. overall, I found it entertaining. I found it engaging. I think I enjoyed that it explores the issue kind of in real time. So you are discovering things as Neve does. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, that's definitely what it feels
0: like. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. it's like a, it's, it's almost like a real life detective story sort of thing. Mm. Um, we talk about so often how films can be an exploration of something like loneliness or escapism, an mm. exercise, if, if you will. That we are now watching a film that is exploring the reason for that. I thought that had a nice symmetry. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, interesting take. Yeah, so I thought that was quite interesting, and and it was it was quite tight. You know, it's not even ninety minutes, is it? So yeah. it, it's, it's it's. I appreciated that in a way because I know you do. I, yeah, <laughs> and I don't. Short of the
1: shorter the better.
0: But but then you know it is it is a, a subject matter and a topic that you can get. Years out of because they have done with the documentary format.
1: And I imagine there was hours and hours and hours of footage and to cut through all that and to to come away with what they did I think was really impressive and it, it does feel really raw like the, mm. the way the documentary's made it feels so budget like the sound isn't great the cameras aren't great like it's all really shaky and stuff there's nothing staged about it it doesn't feel like and there's no scripted you mm. know pieces to cameras or separate interviews on the side there's no voiceover you get every now and then a bit of text on screen that'll explain a little bit and just sort of help the audience along but that's quite rare and mm. it, it d- never gives away too much mm. so it's you, you're trusting your audience a lot there to kind of to to follow you on the journey and just kind of stay with you there which I, I do enjoy you know they don't need to handhold us all the way through mm. but like it's just not polished at all like mm. it's rough and ready yes, and that adds I think to the tension and and adds to sort of the adrenaline that you feel kind of when Neve starts finding out all these things you know like he'll he, they uh, she to Megan, who is the the sort of fake daughter who he thinks he's speaking to and has a romantic attachment to, is a singer also. And so he's like, oh, can you uh, s- you know sing me this song or can you send me a version of you singing this? And he listens to it. He's like, oh yeah, this is beautiful. I love it. And then he does a bit of Googling and finds the video on YouTube and it's just <laughs> a different woman singing that song. And he's like, what? And you see the confusion on his face and you feel it too. And I feel like you're just right there with him all the way. And there was a lot of this going on throughout. And I think Testament as well to Rell, who's obviously filming it, his brother, mm. um, for capturing all the right moments, mm. for always yeah, having yeah. that camera there, for never letting him rest. He's like, I'm going to film you every second of every day. Yeah. Every time you speak to it, every time you find out a new piece of information. Because it is like, and you know I like being down there, it is this rabbit hole. It's this weird <laughs> kind of, this tunnel, this yeah? weirdness of how weir- how much weirder can it get? Because he never even thought for a second that this is what was gonna happen. Like he, I think he says in the film he thought the documentary was gonna be about his friendship with this with this child who mm. who is an artist who mm. you know um appreciates like him a, as child a prodig-
0: it's like a child prodigy yeah, sort of thing, exactly. isn't it? Yeah. And it's
1: like with every every sort of five minutes he finds out a new thing and it's like, oh well this doesn't add up and oh hang on. And this even doesn't at the end either
0: even at the end, spoilers if you've not seen it or if you don't you know if you don't want it spoiled um, then skip, you know, five minutes or whatever. But um, even at the end, it's so mad that they can't fit all of the twists and turns in in the actual video. So they have to put mm. some text at the end. That's like, oh, and also this other stuff that she revealed yeah, to this be
1: happened. Yeah.
0: So she makes up lies to cover lies, doesn't she? Yes, and then at the end, yeah. she goes, "Also, oh, that's not true. That's not true. And that's not true." So, yeah. so she thinks he, he they find her, and he says, "You know, Megan is real. That she's in. I think she's meant to be in rehab or." Having some health issues or something at the time. Yeah,
1: she says she's an alcoholic, alcoholic and she's had it, yeah. to go away for some help. Yeah,
0: and and that and that she the, the Angela herself has has cancer, mm. and then he then it goes on and on, and then it finishes. It just sort of goes she did not have cancer, and also Megan actually wasn't real.
1: Yeah, no, she, she wasn't real because she said because <laughs> when the lie came out about her being not her daughter, mm. she was like, oh yeah, those are pictures of a family friend. And stuff, and then they were like, oh no, she doesn't know this person. Just a at model. All. Just like, a model. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like lies upon lies upon lies. Well, one,
0: one thing I wanted to ask you, and this is I suppose about the concept in general. Do you think that this and the TV show has helped or hindered the issue? So do you think that it's helping people get the support they need and make people think there's more people like that, me out there, who are lonely? Or is it giving more people the idea to catfish people? I and mean, it's impossible to say, Tell- I know, but.
1: Of course, hard one to quantify, but I, I imagine it's a bit yeah, of both. Yeah. Um, what, what you sort of do see with some people who end up going on the show is, you know, oh, I, I did some of the tricks that you did, you know, like the reverse image search, mm-hmm. or I searched their phone number and stuff. So that kind of yeah. helps them get to a certain point, and then they contact the show and they're like, but I still can't figure out who this person is. And given the reaction that he, that he had after the film came out, there was obviously a lot of people who did feel kind of despairing Mm. and stuff. And I think it's quite cathartic, not just for the person who's getting catfished, but for the catfish as well, it seems. Because a lot of the time, unless you are genuinely just trying to con someone out of money because you need cash... There seems to be a lot of genuine feeling from the person who is doing the catfish. Yeah. It's just that they're incredibly self-conscious about themselves, either their looks or their weight, whatever it might be, or they they feel like they're not being their true selves. There's been a few episodes where sort of transgender people oh, really? have been on there, and they're like, "Oh, yeah," and they're like, "Well, I haven't been able to tell anyone that I'm transgender. So you know, it's something that I, I've thing, kept to yeah. myself." And so it all comes out, and there's a bit like a few of the episodes are really heartwarming, and mm. and you know people sort of finish it as good friends, and and the person getting catfished is like you know they were such a huge part of my life for two, three, four years or whatever it may be, and I can't just dismiss that. Other times it's a lot more sinister,
0: yeah.
1: um, and and you know it doesn't go well, but that's the
0: darker side of it. It well, just, I suppose. Yeah. of course,
1: and and that's always going to happen. It's the internet. Yeah, there's yes, always a darker side it. Yes, there is. But for me, it just like it doesn't feel like, the same as some of the other reality TV shows that are out there. No. Like, I know, obviously, at this point, you know, obviously, it's probably raking in a fair bit. of dollar, you know, it's on MTV. I think they've sold, you know, the, the rights to it sort of globally. So that's nice and great, whatever. But it just doesn't feel as, like, exploitative do you think there's, um, or as it feels a bit as more, some of the reality shows. It
0: feels a bit bit less cynical, a bit more authentically, you know, in terms of it's what it's trying to do.
1: I think so. And I think a lot of that is to do with Neve and the way that he speaks to people. Like, he never he's never antagonistic towards the catfish. Like, he always tries to come from a place of understanding, of realising, well, this person is just lonely. They didn't know how to speak to people. They didn't know how to express themselves. And his co-host at the moment, Cammie, is exactly the same as well. Like she changed it from the guy with
0: the silver hair. Yeah, well,
1: it used to be Max. So it used to be Max Joseph. Now, he took a little bit of a harder stance. Like, he'd be like, why are you doing (laughs) this to someone? And he he sort of just didn't have time for the catfish at all. But I think Neve brings a real softness to it, a real gentleness to it and he clearly understands that these people are going through something that they just can't articulate mm. and for whatever reason they feel like they can't be themselves in the real world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think a good a good reality format or idea often and, you know, stands the test of time for a reason. Mm. I think, you know, if you look at something like The Great British Bake Off, there's a reason why that stood the test of time and become a worldwide success, because it's gentle yeah. and it's
1: It's nice, nice, isn't it? It's just whereas nice. Whereas the nastier I, it's side... It's one of, of the few TV shows that I will always yeah, make and, time I, and for. I don't, I'm not
0: even always necessarily watching it, but I'll have it on in the mm. background. Um, whereas yeah. other ones, the sort of more... The nastier ones, if you will, are either are, are either dying off or have had to change their mm-hmm. format a little bit to be a little bit more acceptable I think in, in this day and age do you uh, do you know anyone or have you ever have you yourself been catfished?
1: I do not think so no i do not think so. I d no, I don't think so. I'm trying to remember back to the back to the MSN days, when, yeah. you know, the early days of Facebook or MySpace. Kiara like no, Reeves follows us so. on
0: Twitter. There we go. I'm sure that's according to the account name. Um, Definitely him. Uh, Was
1: there anything else you liked about it, or anything else that that of note? Not
0: not that I haven't already covered. Really, it's. I think Mm -hmm. it is a good use of the documentary format, whilst also being entertaining Mm. and engaging. And I think that the important message is what we've already touched on, which is although the actions of the of Angela aren't they're not great, they are pretty deplorable. Mm-hmm. They don't really go after her and I like that. They don't, no. they, don't vict- yeah. they don't they don't sort of really go for her because it's quite clear from the exploration of her as a person that she's really struggling in her life with everything mm-hmm. with uh, a you know her own children as husband's children what she has to deal with. She has a lot of stress and I think it's clear that she's lonely and needs an escape. And I like that. I like that. It's like you say, it's what you've already said. It's soft, it's gentle and it's it's humanizing rather than, you know, going right after them, calling them a liar, that sort of thing and sensationalizing it a little bit.
1: Mm. One thing I did really like as well that I've just remembered is you get this kind of flip in attitudes with Neve and Rel. So as we're kind of building up to the climax at the end, Neve is a bit more hesitant and he's a bit like, you know, this is my life we're talking about. Like, I don't know if I feel comfortable with this and he's just not really having a good time. But then when they get to Angela's house it flips then and Neve's like I have to see this to the end I have to find out everything and Rel's like oh I feel really uncomfortable guys like I don't even know if we should Mm. be here like I think we should go and all this and he starts getting really twitchy and Neve's like nope we're here now I need to find out I need the answers I need to know the truth and I thought that was a really interesting sort of flip and a bit of a twist because that wasn't really expecting and you see their character development as well even though it's a documentary and you know they they haven't been told to say this I assume it's not scripted or anything so I thought that was really interesting that we get that from those two.
0: Okay, so we'll move on then to talking about things that we perhaps didn't like, that we might change. Alice, what do you reckon? Is there lots for you? So there's just two
1: things really that
0: I'll bring up. The first one is that I
1: don't know if this would work for modern audiences. I feel like it's very of its time. I feel like the only reason it's impressive and and packs a punch is because of when it came out. Like I said, just before social media really took off and infiltrated our lives in the way that it did. And I feel like a modern audience watching it now, maybe 18, 19 year olds would be like, oh, like, like, how did he not know that she was fake, like you know, you'd spend like five minutes on social media, just, and you'd find just video calling, sort of just WhatsApp yeah. video calling. exactly, whatever, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think if you haven't already seen it, I don't think it would pack a punch.
0: In the show now, is it still Facebook, or have they moved to all social media? Is it just like in, is it is it just they've been contacted on a platform? Yeah, it still it's, it's all
1: sorts. Yeah, no, it's it, it's Instagram. Uh, a lot of it is Instagram. Still, some Twitter. Some sometimes TikTok. Right. Sometimes Facebook. But the the main thing they use now, and like this is Cammy's great idea, which sort of just hurries the thing along. Is he uh, checks something called Cash App? Which I yeah. think is an app where you sort of switch, you know, money around from one person yeah, to the yeah, next. Yeah. So if you put like someone's phone number in there, it just comes up with their name, and it's yeah. like boom, there's the person. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. So it's
1: getting harder, I think. It is getting harder it's to get, but... It's getting harder
0: to pretend to be someone else. It on the is, end but
1: they still come up. Like they still manage it. Like some people, they'll still manage it and come up with like all these different lies and strands and stuff. So it's still that's still quite engaging.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what and what was the other thing? So the other thing was that
1: I I think there was the odd lull in the pacing yeah. and I don't want I don't want to say boring but some of the time like you say cuz you feel like you're watching it in real time sometimes you would just kind of be sat there looking at Neve as he tries to figure something out mm. and so it lost the pace a little bit in some areas for me because i really like Neve, because i like the concept because i knew i'd like it anyway it wasn't too much of a problem but objectively i could see that that might be an issue for some people that was
0: my, that was one of my issues with it was was mm. that yeah and and i think it probably comes down to because it's real yeah so yeah. you know real life can be boring sometimes you do when you do figure stuff out it's not a cartoon light bulb or whatever so that is a, maybe just a flaw in 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 the format, in, in whatever, in the plot, whatever. But yeah, I think sometimes the pacing drops a bit. And it's not even... It, I don't know if it's not even... I don't even know if it's that it goes boring. It almost goes unfocused. Mm. And because the intense bits are so intense when it and it's not so intense, you go a bit like, Whoo, it's like... It's it's like you're going on a law on a roller coaster sort of thing.
1: Yeah, you sort of really notice it, yeah. don't you?
0: Yeah. Which is I guess is also a positive because it shows how well they captured the intensity of the bits where they are really going at it.
1: Oh, certainly, yeah, definitely. And uh, what else? Anything else
0: for you? Okay, so there's a point that's that I've got here and I'm really oh, cool. and I'm I'm really not sure what I make of it. But whilst mm-hmm. I was researching the film, it came up a couple of times on various different film sites, trivias and that sort of thing. And I don't know what you'll think about this, but you've already alluded to, to what you think of it, so I think you'll disagree, which is that I believe there was some criticism
1: mm-hmm. when this
0: film came out around the authenticity of it.
1: Okay, all right. With
0: with Nev, Nev sorry talking to the camera, sometimes perhaps it's a little bit staged. Now, I don't know if, because I was reading about the film whilst I was watching it, that's put the idea in my head Mm -hmm. because i didn't particularly notice it but i did notice a couple of things which is i would say and i put this to my partner who's seen the film and she completely disagreed with me which is that there's some inconsistencies in Neve's intelligence levels so he he doesn't know at one point that chickens lay eggs every day but then he can figure out really quickly where the fact of recording has been taken off the internet so i don't know is is there any issues do you think around authenticity i don't know really what i make of that because it's almost impossible to say all i do know is that a criticism of the film was around the authenticity of it what do you think about that
1: so I, I don't think that someone's knowledge of farmyard animals can really be compared to someone's knowledge of music on the internet. Like, that's a very yeah, no, sort of strange mean, yeah. comparison. I even, I kept chickens. I don't even think I knew that they laid an egg every single day. <laughs> I would just go down every now and then and there'd be a few eggs there. <laughs> um. So I don't know about that. I, something that could be a thing is that maybe stuff happened or various things would happen off-camera, because obviously, you know, Rel and Neve wouldn't always be in the same room together, and then Neve would tell Rel and be like, "Listen, this has just happened, or she's just told me this, and he's gone right. Well, you're going to need to do that again so that we can film it." So I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if that sort of thing
0: was going on. But that's, yeah, that's fine, and that's I and I can point.
1: accept that because because it's not Big Brother, is it? There isn't a camera rolling in that space twenty four seven, and because they're seven.
0: always because they're always talking. I think you've hit the nail on the head there, which is maybe when people say it feels staged, it's because actually it is in places, but that's not a bad yeah. thing. Because if he's been texting someone overnight and the next day he sees his brother, he has to go, Oh, you'll never guess what happened last night. We said this, we said this, we said this. Exactly, so yeah. then it, you get him going to the camera, going, Hey, check this out.
1: And yeah. then
0: going, Look at the, the messages. And because he's not an actor. Yeah. It probably feels a bit um, a bit staged because it, because essentially it is maybe so. As I say, that wasn't a criticism from me. I thought it was an interesting mm. point, and it did frame oh, yeah, a bit of, a bit of how I viewed the film. Okay, so we'll move on to talking about the critical reception then. Now I haven't seen this. I have done my mm-hmm. very best to avoid it. Alice, mm-hmm. you've got it in front of me. So let's I see have. what do we think. How did it do?
1: Go on. Give me a guess. What do you think?
0: Ooh, I forgot about that bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I think it probably did quite middling to well with audiences. Okay. I don't know, you said yeah. it did quite well with critics, so maybe maybe the critics are giving it between the seven and the eights, and maybe mm-hmm. the audience are giving it between the, I don't know, sixes and sevens? I, I, I'm okay. going to say, overall, on average, it's coming in at a seven
1: all right, what, is that what, what, what you
0: would give it? About that, yeah, yeah, about yeah. that, yeah, about a seven, yeah, yeah. What, what? How did it do? Lay it on me.
1: So on IMDb at the time of recording, it got seven point one out of ten, and then over on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience gave it seventy percent, and the critics <laughs> gave it eighty percent. So you were you were pretty accurate yeah. there, feeling like the sevens into the eights, and it, and it does sort of creep up there. Uh, with the with the critics um so i i didn't think it's underrated i don't think that's underrated i think no. that's appropriately rated but i do feel like it's underseen and i do feel like it possibly doesn't really have a place with modern audiences and i don't know if if it's going to get a new audience and i yeah. just can't imagine people going back and watching it and enjoying it in the way that we did back then, yeah, yeah. like when it came out. You, what say you?
0: I, I would completely agree. Do you think there's something to be said for the fact that it's it's underseen, but there's definitely a message in there that is worth looking out and checking out now?
1: I, I, I'd like to think so. I just think it's difficult to try and pull something like that into this year, like into yeah. 2022. It just feels so of its time. But yeah, it's a message of, you know people aren't perfect people have problems and they express those problems in very odd ways sometimes and sometimes in ways that can be destructive to other people but that being being kind in those moments is maybe more powerful than flying off the rails and you know accusing people of all sorts left right and center and just Nice to see as well, where catfish came from, where that word came from as mm. well, because in that sense, it's iconic. You could even say it's a classic because oh. that word I'm pretty sure that word's in the dictionary now, like you're a catfish as a verb, I'm yeah, like as like as a yeah. verb, yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. so. So there we go, appropriately rated but underseen
1: and a little bit of a classic
0: and a, and somehow a little bit of a classic <laughs> <Yeah>. as well.
1: <laughs> So there we go, listeners. Catfish, underseen, probably not underrated, about appropriately rated, and a little bit of a classic. That is another episode in the bag. Thank you all so much for listening. So, Josh, what are we watching next week?
0: Next week, I'm excited again.
1: Oh, he's excited again. I'm
0: excited again. He changes
1: colour when this happens as well. I do.
0: I'm like a chameleon. (laughs) Um, Next week, it's another little dose of reality, I think, actually, funnily enough. We're going to be watching... Mm. And talking about the damned united from 2009.
1: Oh, okay. Sounds
0: football-y, I think. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Maybe. We couldn't shall possibly, see.
0: couldn't possibly say, Alice. All will be revealed. So join us next week when we're going to be talking about the damned united. If you'd like to get in touch with us in the meantime, it's filmsandthatpod at gmail.com. On all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the usual ones, just search for films and that, or just films and that pod. And you'll find us. We are also on your television sets
1: we are indeed so instead of just listening to us you can watch us as well if you lucky live, you lucky you if you live <laughs> in Birmingham, Bristol Liverpool, Leeds or the North East you can find us on Channel 7 on Freeview if you live in North Wales or South Wales you can find us on Channel 8 on Freeview or if you have Sky you can find us on Channel 195 we are on the local TV network every Friday night from 6 o'clock sometimes on Mondays as well
0: uh, yes there we go you can check us out in a variety of places and all that remains to be said is to join us next week when we're going to be talking about The Damned United Alice Oliver thank you for joining me this week thank you so much Josh it was a pleasure as always and it's goodbye from me cheerio bye